The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Mm. Well, the last time we spoke, there was no definitive president-elect. And now, there's no definitive (laughs) president-elect. It ain't over yet. It ain't over yet. It's a reality TV show. Okay, so to start off the show, I like montages. Montage. Montages. And here's a montage about uh, whiny people. Do you like happy ending with your montage? Yes, I do. <laughs> here's Say hello a, to my little montage. <laughs> here's a montage about whiny people claiming that the election was stolen from them. They refuse to acknowledge they lost the election, so what do they do? They cry malfeasance, wrongdoing, criminality, fraud. Democrats, more so than Republicans, seem to have a problem conceding defeat. Either the election system broke down, or some mystery votes are hiding somewhere. You have a whole series of Democrats who just said bluntly, if our candidate doesn't win, they stole the election. The Dems just want to make America suffer. It's like losing the World Series and demanding an extra inning a day later. The Democrats are refusing to accept the declared results of the national media. So how do they do this? Lo and behold, they find missing ballots. The radical left is attacking the sanctity of our votes. Democrats may see how they'll be able in the future to steal elections through lawsuits that they can't win with the voters. Legal, legitimate, conceded. You know what? Sounds sore loserish. Democrats are being sore losers. They refuse to acknowledge they lost the election. So what do they do? They cry malfeasance, wrongdoing, criminality, fraud. Democrats. All right. Ah, uh, that was an oldie but a goodie, by the way. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, listen to the bullshit. Whoa, whoa, listen to the bullshit. Everybody. Whoa, whoa, yes. Hang on. I gotta turn it down. Yes, go ahead. No, I'm just singing along, Bob. Oh, okay. I'm starting to like this one. It's a great song. It is. Um, so, what's interesting about this to me, other than the obvious, what we're really, what we really have to grapple with is, do we live in a world of persuasion? Or do we live in a world of smoke and mirrors? And right now, it feels like it's a, it's a world of smoke and mirrors. They're a combination of the two. One from column A, one from column B. Yeah. You know, it's it, a lot of smoke and mirrors. And, you know, nobody is 100% honest. No, it's sleight of hand on both sides. Yeah. That's the thing. And that's By the way, one thing. One of my least from this. favorite phrases right now is Same on both again. sides. On both sides. Yeah. There's some very bad people on both sides. Let me tell you. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the context that I was referring to. No, I know. Yeah. But uh but uh, so again, uh, how important is truth when you are live in a media era where everyone gets to pick the pers- the argument yeah. that suits what they want to hear and there's no real way to tell what's true or what's not there is if you do enough digging but who wants to work that hard it used to be you could watch two networks read two papers and you'd get all the basic older cronkite would tell you the deal <laughs> yeah how would by you the way you knew that what i said was the absolute truth Bob. how would walter cronkite um do the news today. And I realize I'm throwing a big thing on you, Walter, and, you know. Well, for one thing, I'd have to go a hell of a lot faster because they wouldn't be able to fit in the commercials. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way it is. (laughs) They would probably time compress him. Could Walter Cronkite exist today? Could you exist? I can exist because... I am. There's always room for the truth, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. You know, when you look back at 60 Minutes, 60 Minutes was one of the first news magazines that was accused of using, you know, adjusting sound bites. Yeah. To get their own, you know, slant on it. Hmm. Remember, they were attacked a bunch of times. Mike Wallace was like the. Wallace became, sort of, yeah, he got into a he lot of the, dung yeah, there for a while. He did. 
Yes, he did. Uh, and, and there, like if 60 Minutes called you and said, hey, we'd like to ask you about something. It amazed me how many people were like, sure, I'll talk to you. <laughs> what do you want to know? <laughs> and then dig themselves a hole. <laughs> hey, I hate to say this, but with Drew, we used to record celebrity interviews, record yeah. the whole thing, and then drop in different lines to suit our, make us sound incredibly witty and glib. <laughs> and oh, now you've tipped his hand. Now I've got to go over on his podcast and, and, and shine the light under the bed. Oh, that was, you know. So that's, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, by the done. way, today's version of 60 Minutes yeah. is Borat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, an that's an astute observation, my dear Blad. <laughs> oh, man. That's really uh, actually. So it, here we are. It's the 11th of oh. November. The networks have called the election. Um, just about everybody is on board, even um, Rupert Murdoch and Fox. Yeah. And uh, Trump is reminding me of the Wicked Witch. <laughs> right What's after that? the pail of water was thrown on her. <laughs> but, but you it, killed you know. him. <laughs> With Mitch McConnell leading the flying monkeys. Yeah, but yes. Mitch, if you watch those guys, did you see what Mitch McConnell said? Of course, I saw what I said. Yeah, Mitch, would you tell us in person what, what is it? Because you parsed I your said, words. You listen to me. The, yeah. the president has every right to exercise his legal right mm -hmm. to investigate if there was any corruption and, and mis, mis, misuse of, of vote counting. That's his prerogative as the highest office of the land. Now, analyzing that statement... It, it, I'm just I'm just guessing his ass. It doesn't done. sound like you're saying that <laughs> Donald Trump is going to win when they recount the votes. Can I pin you down? It's it's not the notes you play. Um, well, the it's, what, it's the space you leave between the notes. The excuse I'm hearing is that they the other Republicans are just fallen in line in an attempt to win the recount or, or the, the count off in uh, Georgia coming up. Yes. In so, other words, so once that's seats. done, then they, Those, yeah, that's the prize. Seats. Yeah. You're yeah. still watching uh, watching that When I Wish Upon a Star Network MSNBC. Is that right? When I Wish Upon a Star. Uh, here's what I think. I think that that's uh, that. There's a whole bunch of ingredients in the gravy. Yeah, and a I, stew is a better, better yeah, word. And I think that Republicans. It, this explains a lot about uh, why nobody could stand up to Trump. But I think you have to give Trump credit. He I do. He through intimidation and pure strength of his personality, the force of whipped yeah. up a frenzy amongst his voters and we are going to be sorry we the media are going to be sorry the network's going to be sorry when he's gone because it was like a car accident you could not turn away people tuned in in droves the ratings yeah. are not going yeah. to be the same and, and I, th I think they're ready for a breather but I, but you you're right ed everybody from stephen colbert mm -hmm. to sean hannity to tucker carlson uh but back to you know his biggest opponents made bank yeah he brought them all ratings and hannity tomorrow is going to reveal where where the uh the, the vote stealing went down yeah it's yeah. gonna be tough because <laughs> first off if there were any credible evidence that would actually have a chance to change things enough mm -hmm. to make a difference mm -hmm. every media outlet would be on it it's not like the media's got first off the media the media makes money by your attention. Not my attention. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I'm talking to yes. our audience. Yeah. Presuming, yes, and know. we do have one, by the way. Yeah, and it is growing. Okay. Uh, and, and, and so the media makes money by you tuning in, not by which story it is, right. but by whether or not it's interesting. Mm -hmm. And uh, no matter what you think of Donald Trump, at least in my life, there is no... There have been interesting historical things that happened, mm -hmm. many of them. But has there been a more interesting president? Zip, I'll let you go first because I know you're a fan. Zip, go ahead. <laughs> I, I have to admit that he has brought celebrity 
celebrity, excuse the term, mm. now trumps everything. It trumps political power. It yes. trumps any celebrity. You know who's Look jealous? At, Game changer. Uh, Elvis Presley, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Why don't I try that, man? What was I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> he has. He's, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, I was, I was trying to think if he is, uh, much like John Lennon was accused of comparing himself to Jesus Christ. Has Trump compared himself to Christ yet? I'm pretty sure he that said Trump... He said he was one of the chosen few. He said he yeah, was the yeah. chosen one. Uh, I, right? I believe he's got all the uh, religious people, but uh, I'm pretty sure he'd kick Christ Not ass all of them. in any no. competition. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> and name recognition even. <laughs> yeah. Wow, our focus groups. <laughs> Jesus Christ, who's he? I'm not familiar well, with him. Was he in Trump's cabinet? If we had any hopes of a sponsor, we don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Bob. So, anyway... Yes. It was extremely interesting. And yes. do you think he's gone away? Um, I, I was posing this very question to one of my co-hosts today. I said, do you think he'll be back in four years? And, and, and Kenny was like, not if they get him in New York State. You know, if they get him on all the crimes that they, they've got him on. I said, well, what if he goes offshore with like his bank accounts? You know, what's to stop them from not extraditing him? Perhaps the, the times run out. You know, maybe there's a, a statute of limitation that runs out. He's going to get pardoned by for his national stuff by, by Pence, like uh, in the 11th hour. We all know that. Or by himself. Or by himself. But it would be classier to have Pence do it. Than to do it himself. But Are you? Did you say he would yes, go class, for something to know, make it look really classier? Stupid. Did you just <laughs> say stupid. that? That was really stupid, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I just said, let me take my foot out of my mouth and change feet. Perhaps <laughs> if he appointed Stormy Daniels president for a few hours. <laughs> that I might believe. You know, but he he has changed the game in that he has just made, I am sure that the sheer volume of laws that are going to come down as a result of his shenanigans are going to be manifold and, and the amount of billing hours for paralegals alone is going to kickstart the economy again. He will, he will be providing jobs. Yes. But, again, the question, is yeah. he done? Did I pivot? Or is he back? <laughs> Uh, I don't think he's done. He can't be done. It's impossible for him to be a loser. He cannot lose. He, that, that's the one thing that would invalidate him and make him off himself with a bullet to the temple. He cannot be a loser. His father just drilled that into him. He brainwashed him. There was one president who they worried about when he had to step down. And he joked that the Secret Service could make it easy for him by putting a gun in his desk drawer. Do you, did you read that story? No, I did not. It was Richard Nixon. Yeah, I, he was despondent, genuinely despondent. Yeah. At least, but I, I think Dick had a conscience. Compared to Trump, anyway. Is he done? <laughs> Zip, you, you a have dick a, with I, a conscience. That's a new one. <laughs> a dick a, with, a with a conscience? <laughs> Stop it. Uh, Zip, more. Is he done? Is he done? From what I'm hearing, even if he's on the sidelines, he'll still throw his weight around in a serious way in the Republican Party. You know, I think he's not going away. And he's, they're already talking about 2024, are they right. not? And you've got to remember that he, almost as many people that didn't want him in office wanted him to stay in office. Oh, so he still it's has juice. Yeah. yeah. Now, wouldn't it be funny if he hmm. runs... In 2024, uh, he, at 78 yeah. years of age, the exact age he said that Biden was too old to run. Yeah, yeah. And we could dig out all those old, ta old tapes. He is kind of, you know, how a guy can be that obese and, and still get around the way he does. Uh, and, and with the verve that he does. I, if there's no artificial substances involved, he did five to every one of Joe's one. And at that age, that can't be easy. Yeah, but the looks are deceiving. Dude is strong. Yeah, okay. He's healthy. He's cheeseburger healthy. It's a different kind of healthy, but there's so many Americans <laughs> that can relate. Cheeseburger healthy. <laughs> Who is his personal physician? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, not me. Dr. Fauci, you were in the news a lot today. Yes, I, all over yes. the place. Uh, tell us the good news. Pfizer has announced their vaccine, which, which may be approved and administered sometime around December. It'll be a dud. 90% my ass. Oh? They're blue-skying. Come on. There's so many billions up for grabs. They're just blue-skying. Huh. 
Wait till the wait till the additional testing is. Doctor Fauci uh, or Ed Kelly as Doctor Fauci. Are you aware that you're saying the opposite of what Doctor Fauci said earlier <laughs> exactly. today? <laughs> I look. I've got a good gig going here. Do you think I'm going to say yes? It's going to work if it's going to take away my celebrity status. This mm. is a good gig. It's a good gig for you. <laughs> yes. Uh, Doctor Fauci today did say. That he would take the vaccine. That he would take it and he would yes, give it to his kids and he would actually family. inject it into the turkey instead of hormones. I believe that's what you said. Is that right? <laughs> I don't remember that, but that's a good joke. <laughs> and Lisa and I are having a similar discussion. Oh. Uh, well, about the vaccine. Because you, she's an anti-vaxxer and you, you are not, I, that right? So I get in trouble when I call my family members political... Um, uh, points of view. Slurs or whatever. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But yes. Okay. Well, you know, there, there's valid... Again, you, it's that 69 comparison. It's all about the, the alternate view. Mm. Two sides. Lisa was talking about the fact... I think she's going to take this one. Mm -hmm. And I think partially because I'm going to take it. And you battered her about it over the past. Well, not really. No, I have to be more subtle than that. But um, okay. no, I think, and she misses her grandchildren. Something fierce. Yeah, that would do it. And so I did something strange today. I went on my Alaska Airlines app, mm -hmm. and I booked a round trip flight to Los Angeles to LAX from Boston, mm -hmm. flying out on April twentieth, twenty twenty one. Returning on, I think, May 6th or something. So, On a women of prayer that things are going to get better? No, because the Alaska app has this big banner that says, no change fees ever. Oh. They've changed their policy because of the coronavirus. They said, we want you to feel safe. Okay. And so what I've committed to... Is kicking the can. Is the ticket. Yeah. But I can kick the, I can kick the can. And, and why I wanted to do it... Is because the tickets are so cheap right now. Sure. Yeah, lock them down now. Plus, I wanted the first row. <laughs> I want to breathe as little, you know, from the back of the plane as possible. So, <laughs> is Trump done? Uh, let, I haven't given my opinion yet. Ah, uh, who cares? Thanks. <laughs> Uh, I'm go get a coffee. What's your opinion, Bob? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's well, done. Well, Bob, it's your show. Let's find out how you feel about it. I think he's done. You uh, think he's done? I, I'm not taking any risk by saying that because we've already shown that when you play audio four years later, no one remembers. <laughs> Here's why I think he's done. Why? The very fact, first off, what actually happened in this election mm -hmm. is, uh, and, and you have to credit Donald Trump. Uh, and to some extent, the China virus. But we've we have had more Americans engaged in politics, yes, than in the as a percentage of our population, than in the history, in history. of our yeah. country. Yeah, and uh, I am going to give Trump credit for that. And Zip that's, knows that's, that whoever's in power, um, uh, I I hold them to account. And since Trump's not going to be in power. I'm going to become critical of Biden. And we are not going to be as excited by Biden. He, you know, the talk shows are going to be starving for material. Biden's entire platform was, I will put you back to sleep. <laughs> and that's true, because when he was declared the winner, how many people got yeah. a good night's sleep? Wouldn't He even said, wouldn't it be great? If he didn't have to worry about the presidency for a day. <laughs> yes. Well, so I, I, here's why I think Trump is done. First of all, uh, first, we have to acknowledge his accomplishments, which no one's in the mood for right now. Uh, but he. Well, prison reform. <laughs> cage manufacturers did very well under his administration. <laughs> oh, that's not nice. <laughs> Just state the facts. I don't say whether yeah, they're nice or not. No, I, I think that an entire generation uh, of people from both young, medium, old, all colors has been engaged yeah, yeah. in a way that I've never seen ever in my lifetime. Black women, young kids, uh, brown, white, yeah. purple, pink. Yeah, everybody. And people who never voted. 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 Now, 
the thought that Democrats had, those sleepy Democrats, <laughs> the thought that Democrats had, that they better yeah. be honest about uh, to themselves. They thought, yeah. this guy lies so much, he's so outrageous, that it's going to be this huge groundswell of people, and we're just going to clobber them. Mm. We're going to have the Senate. We're going to have the House. You know, Zip, you watched MSNBC during all of this. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't happen. And here's what actually did happen. People were so engaged, both by Republicans and Democrats. Yes, both sides. That what everyone says, they always, I just want to get out the vote. No matter who you're voting for, remember, it's your right, it's important. Well, no one has made the vote more important in the history of our country yeah. than Donald Trump. That's an interesting point. But not for the reasons Democrats think. Yeah. Because if it was uh, Democrats were whipped up to get rid of them, mm -hmm. but Republicans were whipped up because Democrats are so evil. <laughs> yes, it's the, the other completely. Team. And then there was this small sliver of people, and I know a few of them because they talked to me, mm -hmm. who are intelligent Republican yeah. people who just went, you know, the kind of people who actually read a newspaper and subscribe and pay for it, <laughs> which is very, very little of America, by the way. That's true. I, I believe news should be free, like at a library. I believe the concept of the library, information no. to everybody, no. that the library has to be on Facebook and it has to have the New York Times. The government should just pay for all the newspapers to be online and let you choose. Well, that, that, wow, isn't that utopia? Boy, you should really run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just one of those uh, left-wing extremists. The Wants hell with the in every pot. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. want the New York Times every Sunday on the doorstep. But here's the problem, because I would send, like, I would send really uneducated Republican friends of mine an article yeah. and say, listen, I need you to comment on these facts. Right. And they would reply, I'm not giving the Washington Post my money. Yeah, and I damn go, that Bezos. <laughs> oh, there's a paywall. And then I would send them, but here's the Wall Street Journal. I was like, the Wall Street Journal costs $300 a year. You think I'm going to spend that money? Not when I got Breitbart on my browser for free. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, you know, I think once you do subscribe to the New York Times, you yeah. get the, the stories as a bulletin on your email as soon as they come out. But, you know, but you that, every day. that is the crux of the issue, oh. is that knowledge is only for those that can afford it. And if you yeah. read the Wall Street Journal today, yeah. they're over Trump. And if you read, if you look at Fox News, the Washington Post... Uh, no, the New York Post, sorry, Fox News, the New York Post, and the Washington Journal, all owned by Murdoch. Yeah, Rupert. Who said in an interview before the election, mm. presidents come and go. Newspapers stay. And so Trump is done. And I'll tell you, he's done for the same reason John Kerry was done. He's done for the same reason most candidates, Hillary Clinton's done. Doesn't matter. But this guy doesn't fit them any of the traditional molds, Bob. He doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill O'Reilly is done, by the way. Number yeah. one cable-rated news guy for like 15 years. Yeah. Uh, and Chris Matthews is done, too, for God's sake. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't even do anything. All these guys do is what they've been doing forever, which is fondle whoever they want. They let and you, they, you know. They let you grab them by the you-know-what. <laughs> yes. But once they're gone. They're one-trick ponies. Once they're gone, basically... They have baggage. Yeah. And the baggage is this. If he couldn't win last time and he wants to run again, yeah, he's an important part of the party. Mm -hmm. uh, so is Hillary. Yeah, that's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. No. I, and so my... Th but, my but it happened for Joe. How many times? He had to try two other times before. I'm, I'm starting to sound like Seinfeld. You're bringing it out to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I have theories about that. And I've talked to some of my really smart uh, liberal friends about this. I've had a debate with two of them. And uh -huh. One of them you know, uh, Zip. Uh, and they were like, this is a complete repudiation of Trump. I'm like, absolutely not. No. A repudiation of Trump would be for a strong liberal to run and beat him on persuasion of ideas. And we would have taken and they would yeah. have taken the Senate too if it was a complete repudiation of Trump. Would yeah. they not? Yes. And and that's the other thing, by the way. I saw a great meme. It said, mm -hmm. So you're trying to tell us that 
tens and tens of thousands of voters were completely forged by the Democrats, and yet they let Mitch McConnell win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. That kind of takes yeah. <laughs> takes the cre- no. the wind out of the sails of that concept, doesn't it? <laughs> so, so here's here's my point. Mm-hmm. Trump only lost because a few smart Republicans split their ticket. I know one who voted for Ronald Reagan as a write-in. <laughs> yes. Uh, in other words, a bag of bones would be better yeah. than this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, those are the Republicans. The true Who cost Trump the election. I voted yeah. for our Republican governor here in Vermont mm-hmm. who announced on election day that he was voting for Biden because he felt he would unify the country. And here's the other thing about Biden. Biden didn't fight like Trump did and knock out everybody else. Mm-mm. Biden was basically the candidate that was the least offensive, most experienced. He was more opposite Trump than any other person. Biden really, it's just like he walked into Walmart and the greeter said, you're our 30,000th presidential candidate. Woo, 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 you get a shopping spree. Food. He's, he's a comfortable pair of yes. slippers. And Attention shoppers, we have our winner. We have our winner. It's Joseph Biden. From and, and I know people who know him personally. Yes. Uh, who love him. Yeah. And, uh, and basically, like, like, and some of the people who love him are his Republican opponents. Because, because he's, he's, yeah. He's worked he's, with them for 600 years. Yeah. McConnell and, and that, gets along yeah. with him. Because he, yeah. Which is why you can't get anything done without a coalition. Yes. And he knows that. And we were in a, you know, remember that movie, The Perfect Storm? Mm-hmm. Yes. Where it's the right three storms met yeah. together to create this weird thing that'll that never happen again. Here's the perfect film? storm in this case. Okay. I do believe that in order for a Democrat to get a few of those Republican votes, he had to be at least 78 years old. <laughs> <laughs> they were not going to they were not going to send up the black smoke for a young pope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The fact that he's 78 <laughs> yes. is literally, literally like a nursery school teacher saying, okay, you're all going to take a time out now for four years. Yeah. And at the end of the four years, we'll start again. <laughs> I think it was a slingshot for Kamala. I really do. What, what do you mean by that? I mean, I think that, they, that people didn't really vote so much for Biden as the combo plate. Yeah, Democrats, you mean? Not Republicans. Republicans didn't vote for Kamala. No, 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 no. I'm saying the, the, the reason that they bought that so many people bought in. Not only was he the perfect anti-Trump antidote, but you know he 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 brought her on board and got the black uh, vote endorsement. Oh, a little bit, I yeah. Just, it was a yeah, br- and it I was, think that's the way to get a, get a black president, woman president, our first well, black woman president. Let's not talk about that too much yet. Yeah, okay, all right. I don't want to talk about the only way that a black woman will become president. Let me put it to this way. Mm-hmm. Can you see Biden running again at 82? Uh, he's a little dodgy now. See, when actually, I dodgy, I don't, I don't mean to cast aspersions. And when I say no, dodgy, no. I mean um, he, he, he's not top of his game. He's highly functional, but, you know, the, the window is, he's, he's on the back nine. He's on the back nine. But I th- yeah. I've been impressed, by the way, because I think he stuttered more 30 years ago. <laughs> well. Uh, he's been doing okay. He may have. He's better on a prompter. And he's yeah. a good man as far as being a decent human being, which is, by the way, that. not always necessarily the best leader. But Jimmy Carter was a really nice guy, too. Yeah. A terrible yeah. politician. So uh, back to the uh, thing. Biden cannot go for eight years. I believe that's why a bunch of Republicans said, yeah. I'm sure he's not planning to. I don't think he really wanted to do this, really, in his heart. Not after all he's been through. I I mean, he's got a break now because Alex Trebek is gone. (laughs) (laughs) He has a little bit of free time. There is no connection whatsoever. And he's a fellow Canadian. I'll thank you to have more respect for the dead. It was a joke, Ed. It was a joke. Come on, be honest. So, but but what I'm it's saying a little soon, Bob. Yeah, just, they they haven't you even let the body get cold. Yet. Jesus. <laughs> what I'm saying is that Biden form of a question, please, Bob. <laughs> form of a question. Yes. 
And here's the thing about Kamala. Yes. In four years, she'd be the favorite to run. Mm -hmm. Who would win, Trump or Kamala? Uh, the way, uh, judging by the way that the, the, the vote was um, brought out this election, I'm going to say, well, boy. It'd be a great a, TV hate, show hate is, is all I know. Because yeah. she's a call. prosecutor. I'm not, yeah, I'm not even going to go out on the limb. On okay. I think she's, uh, uh, look, I think she, uh, she's somewhat an unknown to me until I know more about her. But, yeah, I mean, and and they know. say she's extremely liberal, but who's they? News she's channels? Yeah. <laughs> she's also extremely hot, which doesn't hurt. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. No. We're not in the breeding demographic anymore, but I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. so without getting too ahead, plus everything I say ticks off large swaths of the public. But, but what I'm saying is really honest. I mean, we took a four-year time out with a transitional yeah. president. Yeah. And that's, Democrats, you better be aware. That's the only reason you won. You were all blown away by how much turnout there was for Trump. Yeah. Right? And my big fear, and yes. uh, Chappelle touched on it on Saturday Night Live, do not be cocky about exactly. this victory. Yes. You know? No. Now is not the time to gloat. No. And, uh, and let's see what happens in the next four years. Well, I'm, I'm happy. If, if, let's let's switch off politics if we can. I did send an invite to Spike O'Neill, although I'm not sure if he's around and he will join us. But let's talk about what's really important to people, men of a certain age like us. Hold <laughs> on, just one one quick final yes. thought. Do sure. you think yes. that tr Trump would have had the four years he had without Twitter because he gaslit? the news oh, every day yeah. with Twitter. Absolutely. If there was no Twitter, no direct hotline to the American public. Another way to ask that question, question is, wasn't Trump a visionary? And the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Through his own personality well, disorder well, he was. Uh, uh, like which time in history do you want to put him after the Civil War? Where do you want to put him instead? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I am, I am such a contrarian. <laughs> you really are. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's a good point. Twitter, uh, Twitter was a tool. And then as soon as they realized he was a tool, <laughs> um, you know, they, they neutered him on Twitter. And they I, I, did. Yeah, and they, they did. did. And I, I think, but for the pandemic, he would have gotten a, a, second, for, a second term. I think that's right, too. Yeah. So, uh, Crazy. Crazy times. Okay. Men of a certain age, what do we care about? Not dying. <laughs> Vaccine. How do you feel yeah. about it? I oh, I always get it. You always you get the flu every year? I just the vaccine? do. I, yeah. And I, I get, I got the shingles thing, even though I had to get two of them, you know, and Me it too. was like a 60% shot that when it started, it got better, but you know. And a guy, no, that's not like I got the shingles thing. I got the shingles thing, man. Yeah. Jesus. Hey, man, I did the shingles thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? How did it taste, man? Did uh, you get high? <laughs> no, man, but I didn't get any scabs. <laughs> so we'll all get the vaccine the moment we're eligible. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait for a few other people to try and guinea pig it for me. Not me. I'd be first in line. Yeah. Yeah. Zip. You're a science guy, though. Yeah, you know, I, I guess just just judging by our conversations, you guys have been much less exposed than I have because I've been sort of doing regular business with mask and hand hand sanitizer, but really kind of business as usual, really for me for, you know, probably the last four or five months. So would I? I suppose, yeah. If, okay, I, I, I would we're also in a spike here. You got to remember that. Yeah. Yeah. who's going to uh, get it first? I saw an interesting editorial today that said, while it would seem that it should go to nursing homes and extremely vulnerable people. No, vulnerable it's going to, it's going to frontline workers first, yeah. Uh, yeah. but it, it should actually go to guys who throw keggers at college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truth. Is, well, in, if you were following a logical path, yeah, because they're the super spreaders. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a strange, but no, it's going to go to older people first. Mm -hmm. uh, should I lobby be, for it? It's going to be expensive I'm, as well. I've worried because I'm only 64. Uh -huh. At 65 is kind of that magic age that you get free stuff. 
<laughs> is that what it is? Is that what I've got to look for? But I'm thinking I should lobby. I mean, I have my Lyme disease treatment. I have a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. That, and I can, I know with all the money that I've thrown down at the doctor's office that they'll, they'll write me a note uh-huh. from the teacher. Uh-huh. Excuse me. Jump the line. Yeah. Like a privileged white man should. You're a walking AstraZeneca focus group, Bob, with the, the amount of stuff you've injected. He's, he's got T-shirts with disclaimers on the back. Nah. I was at the hospital yesterday uh, in the emergency room, actually. Yeah. What? Yeah. I had um, a bad symptom day. Hmm. Included some chest pain. Uh, I was driving. I made the mistake of going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Which is a mistake in a pandemic. Okay. Uh, I was dropping off a piece of equipment an hour away in Rutland, Vermont. And, right. you know, I mask, sanit- hand sanitizer. But uh, I extreme nausea, headache, dizziness, Ooh. driving back. I didn't even really feel safe driving. And by the time I got home, I could barely go up the stairs. I checked my pulse ox and it was 87 and I called the, uh, you know, I called the naturopath's office and they said, you know, you should probably go to the emergency room to, because you had some chest tightness and just rule that out. Right. And they ruled it out. How was your out. left arm? All my tests were fine and all my vitals bounced back right away. So Good. it's probably this Lyme disease medicine I'm fighting Lyme with. It's annoying. Hmm. It would be. Thank goodness there's privacy. I mean, you guys have got to sign a thing, privacy, saying you won't tell anybody about this, right? <laughs> Bob? Uh, yeah. This, this is public consumption there. Uh, oh, that's It's right. a podcast, dude. Yeah. I've never had privacy. <laughs> yeah, well, so many jokes. All right, there doesn't seem to be any sign of Spike today. Let's see if he texted me back. He may be busy. What a terrible name to have during the coronavirus. Spike? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, By the way, update on Jeff Kathan. Yes. You all heard about him last week. Mm -hmm. His uh, symptoms got worse. And he says it's been hell, but it has not uh, been lungs or breathing for him yet. Okay, that's good. So he's like a week and a half into it. Uh, here's a most recent text. Feeling a little better, but still very ill. Vomiting. Watching the football game. Well, I think the Seahawks lost, so maybe that explains the vomiting. <laughs> not sleeping well. Uh, fatigue. Uh, but it's not bad in my chest, so I should be on the good side of this in three or four days. Thank you for checking in. He was morning. people with uh, residual symptoms, though. Yes, uh, and another friend, uh, Chuck Opperman, has that. Uh, he's having um, long difficulties months later. Mm. So that's the other thing about this. But yeah, it's they don't have their their arms around it really about all the complications that uh, happen yeah. afterwards. It's different for everybody too, depending on your age and your health. Yeah. Did I tell you I love our Republican governor in Vermont? Well, if you voted uh, Republican for the governess in Vermont and, yeah. and governor of Vermont, I would think that uh, we, we can predict what you're going to say. It, well, he's handled this coronavirus so well. He won in a landslide. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, in fact, that he just announced today, and I thoroughly support this, uh, that because of the coronavirus, he's building a big, beautiful wall around Vermont. And New Hampshire is going to pay for it. <laughs> Why am I like that? <laughs> and, You're so silly. Sorry. Uh, but we just, uh, they just came up with, uh, uh, what do you call it? Quarantine restrictions here. If you come to Vermont, yeah. you have to quarantine for 14 days yeah. or seven days if you get a coronavirus test. Well, and we're um, now taking names at restaurants uh, as well as temperatures uh, and when you enter ah. in, in Michigan, yeah. And is that so that you can be put on a list of people who are stupid enough to go to a restaurant in a pandemic or is that for contact well, tracing? I mean, you know, they, they've kept them s- so far apart, mm. you know, and it's outdoor seating half the time. I think there's, you know, calculated risks. You also have to... Uh, you can't let everybody go down at once. 
Mm. You know, that's it. you got to you got to find a balance somewhere. Phil Scott in Vermont, the Republican who handled the pandemic brilliantly and kept us uh, for most of this so far as one of the top one or two states in the country for lowest number of cases per capita, won the election with about 70 percent of the vote. Wow. Yeah. Here in Vermont, you help out a neighbor. We don't care what you worship. We don't care, you know, what secrets you got buried in your basement. Yeah. We really don't who care. You who yeah. you take to bed. Yeah. Take care of your neighbors and we'll vote you in. Right. I'm looking at my town right now. Do you know what? They, sure they have a map. You can look at the whole state of Vermont and you can see how many cases there are in your town. Uh-huh. And you're on the, the end of a... Kind of a cul-de-sac almost, are you not? Close uh, to the it's end of the a road? dead-end dirt road, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't see you as being in the danger zone. No, you know. no. Uh, I mean, not unless we go driving. Right. I but I, drive, I, I do think that the activity. coronavirus map is sort of like a sex offender map. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know, Bob. I've never looked at one. Uh, I don't think I'm on any either, so. No, that's good. Uh, Cases per 100,000 people, four. Oh, boy. For Windsor County, the the county I'm living in. And and my town only has 1,700 people. In my little town. Yeah, so it's like .004. Yeah. Less than, it's like, it's like four hundredths of a person. Right. So that's good. Mm. So, and yet you're still paranoid to leave the uh, leave the ranch. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I'll be the like the first super You'll spreader. You'll be the one guy. <laughs> oh, no. Zip knows my luck. Remember, remember we went skiing, Zip, and I was like, I'm not really comfortable skiing. And I took the rope. I took the chair up once and I came down and my hand was, my thumb was split in half. Compound oh, fact yeah. fracture. Re- compound? Zip was that a bone yeah. sticking out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm walking down the hill. Oh, man. And, and Zip, I, I said, Zip, my thumb is broken. And I remember what you said to this day. He said, are you sure it's broken? <laughs> And so I shoved the hand with the bone sticking out in his face. Oh, oh! Was it? Was that? Was that uh, from a tow rope, or or was it from a lift? No, you just fell. I think in an yeah. odd way. It's, yeah. it's uh, Mount Wachusett, nicknamed Bunny Slope Hill. <laughs> to you, serious novice slope. Yeah, he was actually uh, skiing uphill when he fell. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I got on it, but I mean that's my luck. I don't. No, I yeah. Don't. yeah. Like a uh, hundred thousand people could skydive safely. And yeah. I'll be like, the ones yeah, we're due. No, thanks. I'm not going. <laughs> so, anyway, you all Lucky be safe out there. Please be safe. Yeah. And uh, what else do we have to close out? Uh, I have a few stories if you guys don't have any. Sure. I sent you some, too. Okay. But One of the really enjoyable things. Oh, you sent me stories? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how, when did you send them? I sent them to your email address uh, right before I hooked up... Uh, for the podcast. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't That's look. Okay. It was it was one minute after our start time. Very good. <laughs> good time, yeah. Okay. Oh, but there's some bits here, and I got to play. Oh, the new Jeopardy host. Yes. Oh, I got to play that. Okay. Hang on. New Jeopardy host. And hang on. And then the, the oh. other story that I was really thrilled to see, um, and it was a sign that we were out of reality TV presidency uh-huh. was that there, I don't know if you've noticed this, but during the pandemic and the Trump era, all the kicker stories have been heartwarming stories about families, of you course. know, saying farewell to their great grandma through the glass of the nursing home. Yeah. And then of course, and these are good stories about veterans and stuff, you know, all been feel good Basically, the news for the last four years is, can you find someone who's not a total ass wipe and put them on at the end of the news? <laughs> and that's what it's been. Uh, yeah. But we had a great story uh-huh. yesterday that I was like, this, this would never make the news. Um, and it's about a rare black rhinoceros baby. Uh-huh. Did you see this? No. 
rare black rhino born at the Rotterdam Zoo. Rotterdam Zoo. Rotterdam, yeah. The zoo announced that uh, mom rhino had gone into labor Sunday evening. It was a f- uh, By the way, rhinos are pregnant for like a year and a half. And how would you know? Uh, because my, my <laughs> wife groaned when she heard that part of the story. <laughs> I mean, how would you be able to tell if they were pregnant or not? Oh, well, if rhino. you're a rhino, now look at you. <laughs> Fat shaming rhinoceros. Uh, the mother. You don't, a, mean, in, you don't mean Republican in name only, though. Yeah, right? yeah. You that no, actually. rhinos, uh, you know. <laughs> okay. A black okay. rhino? Well, there are a few yeah. of those, too. <laughs> no, there, yeah, no, there are. Look at you having to make it about politics. <laughs> Sorry. Try anyway, it's only the third time that a black rhino has been born at this zoo. It's very rare. Uh, they don't know the sex of the rhino yet because no one's volunteered. Uh, well, you know what they should do? They should sell T-shirts. Black rhinos matter and you know, raise some funds. Mm-hmm. They're also called, and I believe this is a slur, hook-lipped rhinos. Oh, my God. Classified as critically endangered Uh and anyway, there was a picture in the in the pen. <laughs> the video's restricted now. Apparently, someone's <laughs> someone thinks we're getting Netflix from uh, Rotterdam Zoo. I don't know. All right, let's play your bits. What do we got here? We got. I gotta go uh, grab it. New Jeopardy <laughs> host podcasters. Yes. <laughs> and what's the other one? Is that a Ask Your Doctor? Uh, it's uh, it's Ask Your Doctor. It's it's. Probably. Is it a parody? I don't know. Okay. They're all all parody. You do this stuff. So you do so many of these every day, you don't remember. I forget. So, and you told me it was too soon to make a joke, but here you have a bit called New Jeopardy Host. Yes. Shall we? Welcome back to Jeopardy. I'm your host, Jerry Seinfeld, picking up the next category is somebody who I forgot their name because they're not a comedian. Or a very young woman. I'll take what's the deal for 200? When they serve you coffee, it's way too hot, and you can't open the bag of peanuts. Um, what's the deal with airline food? What's the deal with airline food? You are correct. Same category for 400? If it's a lamp, why do you want shade? What's the deal with lampshades? What's the deal with lampshades? Now, for final jeopardy, George was in the pool... And it was called... What's the deal with shrinkage? Correct! You win! Yada, yada, yada! And for the rest of the contestants, no soup for you on What's the Deal with Jeopardy! All right. I believe he's an, uh, just like Biden, he's a temporary host to cleanse the palate before another one comes, right? Yes. Okay. Here's the Ask Your Doctor bit. Is your sperm count too low? Ask your doctor about nuts. Uh, nuts? Studies show that nuts help boost your sperm count. Like, should I be massaging them or... No, no, we're talking almonds and cashews. Oh, eating nuts! If you're looking to make a little peanut, you might want to try eating a little peanut first. Yeah, peanuts are legumes. And if you don't want to eat your nuts, you can grind them up, turn them into milk, and drink them. Ouch! We know it sounds crazy, but eat nuts. Mm. Thanks. Side effects may include shells stuck in your teeth, too much sperm, allergic reactions, and sporting a monocle like the planners do. Please don't consult your doctor before eating nuts. That would be weird. I like that. And it's a real scientific study. It's true. Your nuts are good for your sperm. They are. Get more swimmers with each and every pistachio. Awesome. In rock news, Keith Richards told the Associated Press that his solo career made him appreciate Mick Jagger's job in the Rolling Stones. Hell yeah. I remember when Keith Richards did a solo thing for a while. Remember his big song? Expensive Winos. Yeah. Um, Remember his song? I'm trying to remember. He had a little song which could never play today. She's My Little TNA. (laughs) Remember that song? That's right, yeah, yeah. Her tits, her ass. Isn't that what he sang? I don't recall that part. I could pull it up for you, you know, and I will. Hang on. (laughs) That's what she said. Can you believe that uh, in our lifetime? Yeah. It wasn't always this squeaky clean, uh, woke era, you know. Little T. I don't know how they spelled it, so I'm going to have to take a stab at it here. Little TNA, Keith Richards. And seriously, I'm not making this up. We. How did I manage to get that together? Keith Richards and the expensive winos. You were right at that. Expensive, not expensive, X 
pensive. We used to be pensive and thoughtful and introspective and all of that. And we said, screw it. I used to be a rolling stone. She's yeah. my little rock and roll. to wait a while for that lyric <laughs> rock and roll i remember yeah the TNA. lyric the, the song was little tna That's, a, that's a, one of the ways that rock guys got away with lyrics is they just sang them in a kind of a drawl and you couldn't hear the words. Here we go. I think it's here. Her tits are ass, her soul. Again, it's not me. I'm merely, as a poet, <laughs> yeah. quoting the legendary Keith Richards. Don't shoot the messenger. Paul McCartney has revealed the 11-song... The 11th song uh, for his upcoming McCartney 3 set. Is this a record? Mm -hmm. uh, is what the McCartney 3 set? It's, yeah, it says a one-man band collect. This is, I think he's... Oh, he put out a new record, yeah. Is it new? Yeah. All well, new yeah, songs? He's been working. Well, he does it every, every 10, about 10, 20 years. He puts oh. out another, yeah. Uh, this, the album closes with a medley called Winter Bird When Winter Comes. Nice. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen has released a live album. That's what the old guys do during a pandemic. Yeah, I heard it cut today. It's not bad. <laughs> what do we got sitting around? <laughs> uh, former Guns N' Roses drummer sang the praises of Alex Van Halen, telling Gretsch Generations, Alex Van Halen had all those drums, four bass drums and a gong. He had a gong. Mm -hmm. Not only did he have a gong, but he lit it on fire. Yeah. And I was like, God, how does he do that? Get it on. Bang a gong. So Matt Sorum was inspired by Alex Van Halen. Yeah. A bunch of other rock there's another. Mm. There's another story today. They found an old interview. They unearthed it. It was with Dylan. Do you, do you remember? Lee, 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 lee. Lee, grown my big bass. Yes. Yeah. You'll never guess who that song was about. Oh, he's saying who Lay, Lady, Lay was about? He did. It came, is it a it famous? Came out. It's like a famous artist or actress. Yes. Ooh. Ziff. <laughs> <laughs> no. Care to guess? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> well, remember the person who wrote that? Um, you probably think this song is about you. Mm-hmm. Carly Simon, right? Yeah. Right. Yes. Carly so Simon. is it about Carly Simon? About, no, it was not. Okay. It was. It was about Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. It of was. Yeah. Lay across my big brass bed was about Barbara he Streisand. Had a thing for Babs. Okay. Had a thing, or uh, I couldn't tell you. Was I think it un unrequited or unrequited? Un unrequited. Yeah. I don't that, that. I don't know if he would kiss and tell. He didn't even tell. He didn't even tell anybody else. But that interview, you know, mm. until and that was an unearthed. Hmm. At least not posthumously, but certainly late in his career. Rock yeah. stars used to, um, you know, a lot, much like Hollywood stars, would date someone else famous. There's a, a story in um, Ann Wilson's book about heart, which is called Kicking and Dreaming, about uh, Ann Wilson says that her and her sister Nancy were once in a hotel room, and they were, um, I guess... They were opening for Van Halen, or Van Halen was opening for them, probably the other way around. Yeah. And anyway, they were on a double bill with Van Halen, and the doorbell rang, and it was Eddie Van Halen and Alex Van Halen mm -hmm. ringing, you know, the sweet doorbell of Anna Nancy Wilson. <laughs> and they said, quote, and it's in her book, uh -huh. they said, we're rock brothers, you're rock sisters. <laughs> shouldn't we? <laughs> shouldn't we have a go? <laughs> Let's make some history. Yeah, and it was 
and you could so believe it. Yeah, but I believe that would be unrequited. It was unrequited. Uh, yeah. Anne said, at the time, Anne had um, the magic man, who was Roger Fisher's brother, Mike, who, believe it or not, Zip, I actually do know. I know Roger and Michael very well. Oh, there's name dropping again, Zip. Name dropping name Bob. Dropping Bob. <laughs> but I don't mean I know him like I interviewed him. We were like neighbors. Yes. Went on hikes and stuff. Did you go on hikes together like good neighbors? We did. Like, would you be my neighbor? Did you put on your red sweater when and, you went? And they're fascinating people, by the way. And, uh, sure. you know, anyway, so they had boyfriends. <laughs> Little did they know their boyfriends, you know, were all cheating on them. Yes, as, or, as rockers will do. It might have gone differently. The other story that Ann Wilson tells in her book, which I highly recommend if you love heart, uh -huh. is that... You know, she um, she took a ton of... Uh, by the way, I felt bad for every reference I might have made as a morning disc jockey to her weight. I now feel... I feel terrible about it because it hurt her. And um, she... Uh, when the band was first getting started, the guys were all into the groupies. So much so that during that era of rock, they would have like a manager... And at the end, all the girls would storm the stage and they would pick, like, do you think Roger will like that one? Yeah. And then they would let her in. And this was a thing. And uh, anyway, she was a little jealous that the guys could have groupies. And she said, well, why can't I have a groupie? So one night at the end of a show, uh -huh. she picked out a guy she liked. She went to, you know, the hotel room with the guy. And they had, come on, we all remember how great that was. <laughs> Before, you know, responsibility and commitment yeah. and, oh, yes. yeah, the chance of catching something. Well, none the, of that was of, it. Yeah, the chance of dying. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, they fall asleep. She yeah. wakes up in the morning and she hears the guy around the corner in the room and he's on the phone. Only he's on the phone with a morning radio show in Vancouver, oh, British Columbia. No. And he's like, guess who I banged last oh, night? Yeah, that's... I'm in the room. And, and, and she tells this story in her book. Oh, that's so tacky. Guys oh. just have no class sometimes. You know? <laughs> and so here's, but here's the sad part for me is I know that morning show. They were very yeah. popular. Yeah. And very funny. But also we had no scruples back then. Like if I had gotten that call, would I have put it on the air? Yeah, of course you would have. We're out of time. I'm sorry. <laughs> in, this, in the zoo era, we all would have. We're out of time. I have no time. I'd love. We'll get to that next week listen, on the podcast. Listen, one of my big regrets, Karen McDougal, you know, Trump's girlfriend, the, the playmate oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. from Michigan, the Playboy came to opening. our back door right. to, to, to do an appearance, unscheduled. And I went to, back to the host and I said, uh, Karen McDougal's in the back door. You know, Miss Michigan? He said, send her away. I said, are, what are you smoking? Are you serious? <laughs> right. Send her away. You got to see this girl. And we we didn't put her on. Jeez. Mm. Oh, we live in a more enlightened time. Yes. Now. Yes, we do. Or maybe we're at a more enlightened age. <laughs> or maybe we're just wusses. Uh, but or maybe maybe hormones aren't coursing through our veins yeah, to the same extent. I think so. But. Uh, I also I always remind Lisa when we're watching old shows, mm. you wouldn't want to be a woman, a woman back in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> no, <laughs> one of them women's. Yeah, you don't want to be one of them women's in the whale whale. I, uh, but bone I feel that, corsets, honey. And and I feel in a way that's that's not even nice of me. Because in a way, I'm like, see, you got it lucky with me. You get it good, honey. Count your blessings. Don't complain when I forget to wipe a drop near the toilet seat. You act like it's a huge tragedy. Yeah. Where's my coffee, witch? <laughs> Just to see how long you'd live. Right. I do not want to end on that note, although the chance of her getting to the end of this podcast is really very minimal. <laughs> or any of your other or recordings. Yeah. Well, she hears about them from various people. We have friends and fans. Folks, you thank you. It, I did. Yeah. Folks, thank you very much for listening we do a pro oh no is spike there oh. <laughs> as we're last call? as we're saying goodbye <laughs> i know i I'd, sorry gentlemen 
I was counting votes. I'm so sorry. Three, <laughs> Three two, one. Bumpadita, 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 happy trails. Anyway, guys, thank We're, you for We are so, out. we like went over 15 minutes waiting for you. I know, I you. know you did. I know you did. I was, had to pick up Melissa from the airport. So we got five minutes. Spike ah. O'Neill, we're honored to have you here. Really, uh, mostly because you must be thrilled. You've, you've been in so many flame wars on Facebook about the election, and it did go your way. You well, know I don't me. know. It's, it's not official. According to Lindsey Graham, yeah. this thing could go either way. I mean, you know, Don't according to Lindsey Graham, McGovern still got a legitimate shot. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, it's 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 pretty it's pretty tragic it's watching what they're doing to the system to not make this guy flip out to put the pin back in the grenade. That is well, Trump. and by the way, you bring up a good point, Spike, because when I hear Lindsey Graham and when I hear all the other people taking the crazy man and talking him off the ledge. Yeah, I see a value in it. Um, I, I see a value in it that maybe Trump doesn't do stupider stuff than he's likely to do. Well, and that Trump's stupider. I believe the stupid people are a very small faction, by the way. I think 80 percent or more of Republicans are like, yeah, we lost fair and square. We tried. Yeah, true. We'll true go that. again in the next four years. Uh, yeah, but but, but I, took one guy in a window depository in Dallas. Though, but the right? Proud you, Boys are standing by waiting for orders. Are they, they are standing? They are standing by. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what gets me is that them enabling him to say that you can't trust the electoral process. Allowing Trump that's to dangerous. put that out there. Yeah, that's, that's dangerous. dangerous. It's dangerous. It ain't, oh. it ain't Trump I'm worried about. It's it's a truckload of wackos with their flags at half mast on the back of their pickup truck, you know, um, uh, taking somebody's. Yeah, but uh, I'm not afraid of a truckload of anybody, and I believe you've oh. characterized it rightly. It's only a truckload. Seriously, I only it, takes one, dude. Only takes one to blow up blow up a counting building. You know, pe people who are counting votes are getting death threats. Yeah, that's how they are. You know, pe people people who are counting votes <sighs> are getting are getting messages. Are you this watching the, the MSNBC second, too? This no, our was a beautiful minutes. story about a baby rhinoceros the other Listen, day. That's there was my a news. Kidnap yes, plot he, for yes, our governor Bob. Yeah, the baby the baby rhino was a Republican in name only. Bob, yeah. I want to say that. <laughs> you missed that joke. It was already made. But thank you. <laughs> I was it? Oh, thank you. I'm <laughs> so course. sorry. I wasn't here for that. No, I, and I don't mean to come in and, and, and shoot my my doubt and doom shit. You know. No, no. It's, I, it's been a great week. It's been and watching Joe Biden just he la he laughs it off, which he's is like, smart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's what he's. So, what he anyway, I don't want to know about them. I want to know I how know. are you feeling. <laughs> um, I don't have COVID. I got my negative test back this morning. Awesome. Yay. From this is from hey, Jeff Kathan, right? right. Hug, hugging Jeff Kathan's wife. Yeah. Um, I spoke to Jeff. Do you today. know that he's she has it terrible. now? Um, is it a positive for her? It's yeah. not a positive test yet, but she has symptoms, and she, she has went all the for symptoms. testing. I yeah, forgot I to tell to that part. I spoke yeah. to Jeff today, and uh, that and that scares the shit out of me because Jeff had pulmonary embolisms, mm. you know, um, and it, it, that's lung trouble. And if it gets in his lungs, I don't know, I don't know that Jeff's. I mean, Jeff's a solid some. You know, Jeff. He ain't, yeah. There's no one solider from a physical standpoint than that guy. Right. He is a flipping rock. If I were pouring the foundation for a building and there was no yeah. concrete available and Jeff yeah. said, I'll hold the building up, I'd be like, good, yeah. we're good to go. Well, I'd grind Jeff up into a fine powder and then yeah. put him in that way, but that's, yeah, yeah. that's, how, that's where we differ. So uh, so we haven't got her test result yet. Yeah, but uh, but uh, you know, I feel good about that. Melissa's home from Arizona. Right. After my wife's been gone for seven weeks. So that's Now you know time. after, so you were tested how many days after you hugged Tony? Three. I waited three days. Okay. Waited three days. I, I hugged her on Tuesday, got my test on on Friday, and got my results yesterday morning. I would still stay away from uh, Melissa for a couple of more days. Well, yeah. get your test Friday. Did I mention seven weeks, Bob? We did it twice <laughs> in the car on the way home. Yeah. Okay, can you get if a body condom? If I got condom. it, she's got it. If she even caught a plane, I got that yeah. too. I say you make love in hazmat suits, damn it. <laughs> even, after, even at our did age, watch, that's too long. Did you watch long. the live yeah. feed? That's great. Thank you. Thank I appreciate you, you watching, tuning in like that. All right. <laughs> uh, Spike, we're going to close it out now, but I, I wanted to play this. We opened the show with it. I want to play this for you at the end of the show. Uh, this is about whiny people who don't want to concede an election, only it's the greatest hit. <laughs> from 2000 
16. Republicans seem to have a problem conceding defeat. Either the election system broke down or some mystery votes are hiding somewhere. You have a whole series of Democrats who just said bluntly, if our candidate doesn't win, they stole the election. The Dems just want to make America suffer. It's like losing the World Series and demanding an extra inning a day later. The Democrats are refusing to accept the declared results of the national media. So how do they do this? Lo and behold, they find missing ballots. The radical left is attacking the sanctity of our votes. Refusing to accept the midterm election results. So what if these were Republicans refusing to concede? Democrats may see how they'll be able in the future to steal elections through lawsuits you know, that they can't win with. Well, maybe not Democrats will do that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was Fox News in 2016. And they ran with that, even though Hillary conceded the very next day. Very next yeah. day, yeah. yeah. So. An election that had 77,000 votes in three across three states were the difference last time. Do we know what um, Biden's margin is yet? It's going to be very similar, I think. It's, it's well, when you figure he's got six more state wins than Trump does, it's close to two, two oh, it's over 200,000. Is it 200,000? Yeah, when you when you add them up, because they're, they're still. Well, still Georgia was votes. only like eight or 9,000. It's a blue wall. George's up to 14. Right. Or 12 to 13, I think it is now. My friends who but watch MSNBC are always up on this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and he's gaining in Pennsylvania. What I love is that, how come every mail-in voted for Biden? Because yeah. you told your people not to vote by mail, you clown show. Because <laughs> you you, you're did. powerful and they listen <laughs> to right. you. You should be so proud that you've got no mail-in votes. They really listen to you. You're in charge. False, false sense of hope at right. the beginning. Spike, can you come back uh, for Friday's show? Absolutely. We'll record Absolutely. it on Thursday I, I would, night. I would, I know, and I'll be on time. I and we'll have more time for you. Uh, thank you, my friend. Everybody, take care. Bye, guys. Bye. See you. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Thank you for sticking it out for this extended uh, Bob and Zip show podcast with Ed Kelly and Spike O'Neill. Here's a great uh, twisted tune. I've had Georgia on my mind a lot lately, but instead of that song, uh, let's play a twisted tune about Georgia from back in the day when there was a fake news story from Georgia. Just a man. A big hairy man. Did they just fake it? He's been spotted a lot. Mm, from coast to coast.